In this week's Parsha, Parsha's Boy, we read the great story of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, where finally, after a number of, a number of Parshias, we come to the point where Hashem takes us out of Mitzrayim. Um, of course, we celebrate this always as the Yom Tov of Pesach every year, and really the birth of Kal Yisrael. Preceding Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, the day before, the Jewish people had a very, were given a very special mitzvah, and that was the mitzvah of bringing the Korban Pesach the Paschal offering, which later, of course, becomes a mitzvah brought that we do every year, or especially when there was a Beis HaMikdash, we did every year bringing the, uh, the Paschal offering, the Korban Pesach, on the day before, or what we call Erev Pesach. When it comes to that mitzvah, there's an interesting halachic uh, question and sort of debate relating to that mitzvah. Um, and it goes like this. We know that we have 613 mitzvahs, um, 248 positive mitzvahs, 365 negatives, but exactly how to come to that counting is something that's debated, and there's uh, the great authorities who were called the Moineha Mitzvahs, the counters of the mitzvahs, who designated how to come to that uh, point, exactly what's counted and what's not counted. And one of the greatest of those was the Rambam, Maimonides, who wrote famously the Sefer HaMitzvahs, the Book of Mitzvahs, and he codifies and goes through how we have exactly 613. Rambam was not the first to do so, and not the last to do so. There's a number of such svarim, but the Rambam is definitely one of the greatest. When it comes to this mitzvah of Korban Pesach, the Rambam actually counts it as two mitzvahs. The one, one mitzvah is um, shechting the Korban Pesach, to slaughter, to sacrifice the, the sheep. And then an additional mitzvah is to eat the meat of the Korban Pesach that evening. So he counts that as two mitzvahs of the 613. Um, in the Rambam's time, we know that we had those who um, critiqued him and questioned him in different levels. Uh, one, of the, one of those who asked many questions on his halachic writings and renderings was a great sage of the time, and his name was Reb Daniel Habavli, Reb Daniel of Bavel, really of Baghdad, of Iraq. And he wrote, and he was a, a great sage himself, and he, he would question many of the rulings of the Rambam. And he questioned this ruling. He asked... Um, shouldn't these be considered as one mitzvah? After all, Rambam himself in the rules, he, he, he writes his books of rules of what's considered a mitzvah and what not, he talks about mitzvahs that have different parts, but that when all parts are necessary, they become, they constitute one mitzvah, not two separate ones. Said Reb Daniel Habavli, well, this is a case in point because the, the shechting, the slaughtering of the sacrifice and the eating is all one long process. It's really one mitzvah. Why does Rambam count it as two? In fact, to add, he says, take other sacrifices like the, the Karban Chatas and others, there it's one mitzvah. The, the slaughtering of the, of the sheep or the animal and the eating it, it's considered one. Why by Karban Pesach is it different? Now, going back to the Rambam's times, one of the greatest, if not the greatest, defender of the Rambam to those who would question and ask and critique was the Rambam's son. His name was Avram, known to us as Rabbi Avram ben Harambam. And he himself was another tremendously great sage. And he devoted his life to defending his father and responding to the critics. So in one of his form, one of his books, he responds to the question of this Daniel Habavli. And he explains, he says, that it's because the two parts of the mitzvah of Karban Pesach each has its designated time and its designated rules. Uh, you have to shech the Karban Pesach, Erev Pesach, the day before. You must eat it on the night of 
by the Pesach Seder. And you must eat it together with maror, together with matzah. It comes along with its own set of rules. So that the Torah makes them distinctly different and separate and apart from each other. And that's why they are considered as two separate mitzvahs. And that's why his father ruled that way, that they are two separate mitzvahs. And that was his response, and that's an interesting debate. And again, Rambam's opinion stands um, as... At the end of the day, they are considered two separate mitzvahs because of that reason, as his son explained. Now, we know, and we've discussed so many times, that every part of Torah has, in addition to its halachic level, has deep and esoteric meaning. And this idea as well, that when it comes to Korban Pesach specifically, the slaughtering of the Korban Pesach and the eating becomes two separate mitzvahs, has a deeper meaning on an esoteric as, a level as well. And what is that? So very quickly, the mitzvah of Korban Pesach, we know, wasn't just a mitzvah. Really, anything about Pesach is not just, because Pesach is the birth of the Jewish people. It's the most general of the dates on our calendar, something that affects every day. We actually have a mitzvah to remember the exodus of Egypt every single day and say it in our davening. So the events leading up to it are also super significant. And this Korban Pesach is something that they had to do in order to merit the exodus. It's interesting that Korban Pesach is the only time that we have a mitzvah or a karban where Hashem is going to grant second chances. As we're going to learn later, that a year later when it came to bringing the karban Pesach, there were those who were impure and they come to Moshe Rabbeinu and Moshe tells them from Hashem that yes, you have a second chance and you can bring the Pesach Sheni a month later. Because being that this mitzvah, this karban is so super central to the Jewish people, um, someone can't miss it. So if people couldn't do it at that time, Hashem grants them a second chance so that they shouldn't lose out on this central basic mitzvah. So what, what did Karim Pesach really represent? We know the Jewish people were in Egypt. We know the Jewish people were not on a good spiritual level before they had to be redeemed. In fact, many of them were idolatrous and were involved in the Egyptian culture in many ways. Karim Pesach came as the mitzvah that they had to do right before the Exodus in order to merit the Exodus. And what was unique about that mitzvah? So the sheep was a deity of the Egyptians. The Egyptians served the sheep, as the Pasuk itself tells us. When the Jewish people were willing to take that sheep and use it as a karban, as a sacrifice for Hashem, what they were doing is categorically rejecting paganism, rejecting any other form of idolatry, and expressing their dedication to Hashem alone. But not only was it something done as an easy act, being that it was the deity of the Egyptians, they were endangering themselves by doing so. So in other words, really the Karim Pesach was the ultimate expression of what we call Mesiras Nefesh, total devotion and dedication to Hashem, um, excluding all others, even to the point of risking one's own life for it. In other words, to be totally given over, totally dedicated to Hashem. And that's what Karim Pesach really was. And that's why it is such a central mitzvah. And that's why that's the mitzvah that made us worthy of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, of the Exodus, once we were willing to show our dedication to Hashem with the ultimate devotion and dedication. That's the idea of shechting, of slaughtering the Karim Pesach. What does eating it mean? Eating is when we take something into our systems, when we make it part of ourselves. We know there's nothing that brings something into us as much as when we eat it. We eat it, we chew it, it becomes part of us, it's broken down, it becomes our blood, it becomes our flesh. The idea being that when it comes to dedication to Hashem, when it comes to Mesir Nefesh, there's doing it as an act 
and there's eating it. Eating it means bringing it into our system, integrating it, making it part of who we are, so that becomes something that we live with every day of the year, every hour of the day. A yid lives and is infused with a, with a level of dedication to Hashem. And that's eating the Karban Pesach. And that's the deeper meaning in these two mitzvahs. There's sometimes we're called upon an act of dedication. Sometimes it's difficult to do an act of dedication. Sometimes it, it requires putting what's most precious to us on the line, putting our life on the line because we're so dedicated. But ultimately, part two is not about those random times when we're forced to act in a way of Messiah's Nefesh, but to rather bring it into ourselves, think about it, learn about it, contemplate it, in a way that that becomes who we are, that becomes the way we run our lives, that's the way we wake up in the morning and go to sleep at night, as Avde Hashem, people totally dedicated to Hashem, and in that way, bringing Hashem into us in the most internal way. And that's why it's two separate mitzvahs, and together they lead up to Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim to the Exodus of Mitzrayim Hashem should help that just as this week we read about Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim the idea of Exodus the idea of redemption we should all experience that everyone personally in all the redemption that we need and collectively with the coming of Mashiach Sidkenu may it be today have a wonderful Shabbos